There are people here who pay $50,000 a year for kindergarten. That is 100,000 gross annual income. Oh my goodness. For kindergarten. Oh my goodness. And my friend who I'm speaking of, <laughs> her child can't read. He doesn't know his ABCs. Welcome to the Homeschool Journal, a show that unpacks the joys and journeys of the classical homeschool family. Here's your host, Carrie McGraw. Welcome back, friends, to the Homeschool Journal, where today we're going to talk about homeschool outsourcing. We have two lovely moms that are going to join us, and they're going to help us understand how it is that they made the decision to use some outsourcing in their homeschool, how that fits into their school day and school week, and what it is that keeps them motivated to homeschool classically. Ali Chi joins us from California. Ali spent her early career in the financial and publishing industries until she decided to homeschool full-time. She and her 10-year-old daughter have been homeschooling together from the beginning. And Barb Martin joins us from Ohio, where she and her husband, Tim, have four children, three of them grown and moving out of the house, but she still has a freshman at home with her. She also enjoys her four grandchildren. If you enjoy this episode and find it helpful, we hope that you'll continue to follow our podcast, leave us a review and let us know what you think and share it with a friend. Let's get right into our show. Welcome today to the Homeschool Journal. Again, we're so happy to have you. And today we have two new friends with us, Barb, who is with us out of Ohio, and Allie, who's here with us out of California. Ladies, hello. Glad to have you. So happy you're here. Morning. Glad to be here. Yeah. Well, morning for one of us and afternoon for the others, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess it is afternoon. One of us is on our first cup of coffee. The other two might be on three or four. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, so we know that we've brought you here today to talk about homeschool outsourcing and, and really define, you know, what it is, what is outsourcing when we say that for homeschoolers. I mean, we've kind of, I've talked about this in a previous podcast um, of the Homeschool Journal, one of our, I think it was our first one called... Um, what is homeschooling anyway? And and we talked about this sliding scale of delegation, which our guest had put it in that term. And I love that because I really want our homeschoolers today to hear that it is okay and it is natural over the years and the ages and the stages of our kids to to, to, for that homeschool to ebb and flow. And sometimes it's all direct instruction um, from the parent. Uh, for me, the, it was that way for, for many years in the youngest years. And then sometimes we decide, you know, it's time to pull somebody else in here. And that somebody else, as, as far as outsourcing, can be tutors, it can be a cottage school, and it can be online academy. And I know that you ladies bring some particular experience in outsourcing um, to our conversation today. So what I want to start with is for each of you all to tell us a little bit about your homeschools. Um, where did you start? And and how what has been that mix for your sliding scale um, of instruction? Barb, why don't we start with you? We started homeschooling in 1997. We didn't know anyone that did it. We felt called of God um, to bring our son out of, um, he was in a public school at the time. Um, and when we started, there was no, you couldn't jump on the internet and do a search. There, you know, those kind of resources weren't available. So we felt, um, we feel kind of like we're pioneers. 
Um, and, and it's amazing to me now all the things that are available to young families and how hard it must be to pick and choose. I kind of um, appreciate now those early years when, you know, you, you were just teaching reading, writing, arithmetic, and it wasn't so complicated. I, I um, agree. I feel like the, the older kid in a toy store when like all the toys are new, you know, and, and I don't get to play with those anymore. <laughs> You know, you know, all the all the new homeschool tools. Um, that's that's the way I feel when I see all the stuff that's out there right now. But go ahead and, t- and keep telling me about, you know, where that where that um, transition came from in your homeschool. So in the in the younger years, we would get together with different families. We had um, we eventually did find a homeschool group. Um, amazingly, God moved us to a church that had this huge homeschool community. And we were just kind of shocked. Oh my goodness, right here in our own county. Um, And it was such a blessing to us to join with other families. And there was a father there that was a scientist. And he and um, my husband, who's a a technical whiz, they would get together and come up with these science nights for the kids. And they would do wave and motion and all kinds of just really cool hands-on things for the kids. and then we do, you know, different co-ops. Um, sometimes um, we'd commit to a year. We'd join a group for a year at a time. And the older kids, now we always refer to that as getting in the harness because you've got to keep up or you've got to slow down, you know, whichever the case may be, but you're in, in line with somebody else, um, which has its ups and downs. You know, there's a sense of accountability with that, but there's also a sense of, oh, you know, we're not keeping up with the crowd or we feel like we're pulling the whole sled here. Um, so we do that for a while. We love the people. We always kind of kept a hold of the people, but sometimes then we just go home and be at home for a while and, um, and do our own thing, um, over the years. We just, you know, there was a sense of more quiet and rest. And I think, um, you need that as a family, you know, you can get just overwhelmed by, um, and then there are, of course, different personality types. We've got an extrovert. We've got an introvert. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. Uh, Allie, what about you? Always had a sense that I would want to homeschool. And when I was pregnant, my husband and I decided that we definitely did want to. And for the first few years, you know, it, it, obviously it's not as demanding in those first few years or not in the same way, <laughs> but I had that time to study and research, and I actually came across a book called Climbing Parnassus. Oh, my favorite, (laughs) Tracy Lee Simmons. Absolutely, (laughs) Tracy Lee Simmons. That book, you know, we all have a book or two that changed our lives. And that one changed mine. (laughs) I'm with you. Absolutely. And I had studied in, I was in Catholic school for 12 years, and I studied Latin for two years. That was a long time ago. (laughs) But with the commitment after reading Climbing Parnassus, I started teaching my daughter Latin when she was five and quickly five. realized wow. she was going to fly and exceed my abilities in about five minutes. Sure. Mm. So I started searching for a tutor and it took about a year, which was fine because I could get her through that first year. Uh, and I found an excellent tutor in England. A group of former Oxford scholars had formed a group and they were Greek and Latin. And they recommended a book by a company I'd never heard of, Memoria Press. Oh, fun. <laughs> and it was, the, it was the prep guide for the National Latin Exam. <gasps> wow. Uh-huh. And when I received it, I thought, look at this. It's text-based, not image, 
fluorescent lights, sure. mm-hmm. crackle pop sure. with a few sentences tucked in here and there. It's, it, it's a real textbook and there's great information. So I thought, what else do they do? And that was the pivot point. And since that time, uh, I still, Barb called it a harness and I like to call it a train <laughs> So um, to lay the tracks, to build the train, to be the conductor, the engineer. It's a lot for one person and it would be more slow going. So I decided that Memorial Press, they'd done the works. They laid, they, the network was established and I could keep the train on the rails flying <laughs> with these tools. Yes. And, 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 and you know where the train's going. That's the amazing thing about classical education in particular in, and, and how Memorial Press tries to um, direct its uh, curricula. So we know where that train ends and it has a beautiful beginning and it has a definitive um, end in the curricula, but then it never ends because you're constantly learning and then you pick up this wonderful book or many wonderful books and you continue to learn. So thank you for all of that and, and uh, helping us understand and sharing with other families, you know, where where your homeschool started, but it's somewhere along the way, you know, you all chose specifically to do some outsourcing and I think specifically online academies. And and that is um it's growing. It, you know, we're finding more and more um uses for that and and we have developed that here at Memorial Press, I think beautifully, but but what led you to to find that outsource and to employ that in your homeschool? Um Allie, how about you? That was that just came from using the materials and staying connected with Memoria Press with their emails and online. And when I discovered that they had this online academy, it seemed like a great addition to what we do. So I enrolled Celestine, my daughter, this year in three classes. And I was blown away, <laughs> truly thrilled. And uh, there's so many things I like about it. Obviously, the quality. Um, I find it, (laughs) well, what I'm finding is that actually in my 12 years of private school and four years of university, I didn't learn as much as I am learning using the Memoria Press (laughs) classes, you know, both the books and then online. It is amazing. And it's it's the way it is. Yes. Experience, Allie. Yeah. Yes. And uh, the teachers are wonderful. And it's a perfect blend because I'm still her primary teacher. She's only with her Memoria Press teachers for a class an hour and a half a week. But that, that, that's, those are the tracks. And then I can just keep us going station to station all week. And then she has the fun of another teacher. She has the healthy camaraderie and competition of fellow students and being graded. And uh, I, I think we will not only continue with more Memorial Press, we're going to be adding more classes next year. Oh, that's good to hear, of course. <laughs> um, a little bit of self-promotion there for Memorial Press. But, but let me say, um, you know, from my own experience, while I, you just keyed in on something that I used in when I outsourced, I didn't use Online Academy because I had the cottage school here right in my backyard. And so, you know, a couple of my kids use the cottage school and, but we found the same thing, that camaraderie, but also that accountability, you know, um, finally they were accountable in maybe one, maybe two subjects, you know, that, that wasn't just me, 
it so that that getting to know another teacher um, was also important in their development as a student, I found, um, in what were kind of grades uh, three, four. I mean, that was young for us um, when, when we did that. So, so Barb, what about you? You've chosen to use an on Memorial Press Online Academy as well. So how does that outsourcing uh, fit into your homeschool? We have, and we I must say we love it. We came to it a little bit later in life. I'm kind of... Um, jealous now of Allie, <laughs> getting in early, getting in the game early. You know, we just, I guess you don't know what you don't know until you don't know you don't know it. And so we just muddled on, you know, we just did our thing. And um, we used Memorial Press, um, a lot of their resources. We kind of, you know, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. So I think um, um, writing is what drew us. Um, my, my, one of the really important things to us as like our school, um, is that our children learn to communicate effectively. We want them to be effective and winsome communicators of the gospel of Jesus, but we also want them to be, you know, effective and, and effective people. We want them to be, um, successful and they need to communicate effectively much better than their mother. Um, clearly. So writing was a big, um, a big thing for us. And, um, for our daughter, I guess we were looking at like junior year for her in high school, I think is when she started with the, is it pro gymnasmata? Is that how you pronounce that word? Nasmata. That is so hard. Yes, that's it. I know we all do that, but I will tell you the secret. We call it pro gym for short. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So when I read through that, I was like, oh, this is, you know, I, I love the structure. I love the method. I think this would be really helpful. And we had tried various things, but for my kids, for writing, when I'd critique their writing, it was personal. Like everything else didn't matter, but writing was personal. And so um, I thought, we'll never get this done if I'm the teacher. Um, so uh, I started with um, with my little guy, Simply Classical. Oh, um, nice. Yes. We did that at home because he had been struggling with writing. And I'm like, I just need something really, I just need the basics. I just need to make sure all the holes are plugged in, that he understands what an what a noun is, what a verb is, what a, you know, I, we need to start from the very beginning with something that's like, as Allie was saying, or as Carrie was saying that, you know, you've got a beginning and you've got an ending, um, and you know, the path you're on. So, and, and eventually we, um, we came, like I said, with my daughter, when she was a junior in high school, we started thinking, you know, college, she's not going to be ready to write at a college level if we don't do something quickly here. So she was kind of on the accelerated pro gym. Oh boy. (laughs) That's hard to do accelerated, but that's Yeah, she did well with it. She did really well with it. And her, and um, her senior year, she took senior thesis also with Dr. Dre and those two um, classes combined. um, I think she had, Mrs. Johnson for writing junior and senior year, and then Dr. Dre, the second semester of her senior. And she really just blossomed. Her writing went from, you know, what appeared to me to just be a brain dump of wonderful ideas, 
very disorganized to just some really, really good writing. Right. Giving it form and function, right? Carrie, can I jump in here? Oh, of course, please. <laughs> uh, I feel so strongly on this subject. I'm, I'm in a master's program at Stanford, the Master of Liberal Arts program. Uh-huh. And these, it's a group of very intelligent, wonderful people, but they are struggling with writing. And, and I, I'm on the list. <laughs> and it's amazing to me that education has come to the point where students in master's programs at, at fine universities can't write. Right. A- and absolutely. The pro- and the Progen that blew my mind when I saw that. My daughter loves defining that for people because that's <laughs> what... <laughs> Let alone pronouncing it for people, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's one of the, she's currently in Fable, the English Composition and Grammar Program. Sure, right at the beginning. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. And so a part of it is memorizing all the terms. And of course, that's been delightful for her because they're all based in Greek. (laughs) So, and she's studying Greek as well. Oh, goodness. Uh, So I think... uh, I have never seen a better writing program. No, I've, I've looked far and wide. I haven't seen everything, but I really, I've done a lot of research in these 10 years and I'm in school myself. I have not seen it like this anywhere. Well, and I just want to say, you know, I have two graduates out of uh, this writing program and one has graduated college. And I know Barb, you've got some, some older ones too. Um, and, and this, the other was, is in college now. And, and there's one thing they're not struggling with it's writing or didn't struggle with for my 22 year old it's writing. And, and for them to have been affirmed, particularly affirmed by their professors in their ability was a great reward to to me as a mom who could yeah. say, see why we work so hard and, right. um, and just something exactly what you want them to hear. I don't care if they're going to struggle, you know, learning how to use a computer differently or interface with the university. That's fine. We'll get over that one. It's the writing. You don't get to go back and do that again. We need to do it right the first time. And so to to hear that you all have found, you know, that home in our online academy, at least for some courses, you know, that's what we want to, to focus on is, is telling parents it's okay when you get to something that you want to release as a parent and let someone else take on you can find those resources. You can do it online. You can do it at cottage school. You can find a tutor because I think, Allie, you said you, you guys have used tutors. Um, we do. Right. Mm-hmm. So so let's talk a little bit about just really quick, maybe what's the day look like when you're outsourcing? See, if you're a direct, you're directing all the instruction, you have complete control over that day. So what does it look like for you guys on a day-to-day basis as far as functioning through your school day with um, with an outsourced class? Well, as Allie said, the, you know, the kids are in class um, for a very, really kind of short period of time compared to the rest of the week. So the university model that um, Memoria Press uses really serves us well. So you go to class, um, you get your marching orders, you mm-hmm. put your boots on and you get to work the rest of the week. So You know, it's kind of like, and now, um, I mean, we've gone from, we had, you know, 
both kids were in a writing class to now um, I have one student at home. He's a uh, male, my baby boy. <laughs> he, he's 15 and he's doing everything online this year. It, it just worked for us. We, you know, and if someone would have told me years ago that that's what I'd be doing, I would have been shocked, you know? Sure. So you never know, but, um, but it's been very successful for us and it's been very helpful for us. And, um, so those classes are scheduled, you know, they're in our schedule, like a doctor's appointment or something would be. So you schedule those classes first and then you plan the rest of your week around them. And you've got really tremendous flexibility. You're still a homeschooler. I mean, you, you're, you're tied to Memorial Press Online Academy's calendar, but it's kind of nice to have that foundational, like stake in the ground and then everything else can kind of flow around it. Well, Barb, that's exactly what I wanted. Yeah, you you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what I wanted parents to hear that even though someone like you has chosen all the classes are are online right now for your 15-year-old, you're still a homeschooler. You are still active in that homeschool just because you have taken that sliding scale of delegation and said, okay, I'm going to entrust all of that to the online academy. That doesn't remove you from being a homeschooler. And I I hope parents know that because, again, homeschooling is about finding that that mix that works for you at different ages and stages. And Allie, right now, I think you said your 10-year-old is taking three classes, right? So how's that work in your day? Yes, she takes three classes with Memoria Press. She has a Latin tutor, a Greek tutor, a poetry tutor, and a civilization tutor. <laughs> so wow. that sounds like a lot of outsourcing, which in one way it is. But in total, it's about 12 hours per week with someone else. And that's broken up throughout the, throughout the week. Mm-hmm. So like Barb said, that's exactly what we do. We have those set times. And during those times, that's the few hours that I do everything else I need to do. <laughs> and, and then when she's not with her tutors or, or online with Memoria, uh, that's when I, and actually, not only am I still a homeschooler, I think it, it, it challenges the homeschool uh, mother or father to do more because now they're able to study classes, you know, in which we are not experts. I've had to learn how to teach her throughout the week two languages that I don't know. And yet it works. You have to experience it to understand it. But um, if, if you're involved with them um, from the beginning, you're learning it too, and you, and you know how to learn, and then thus how to teach. Well, thank you, because what we've been able to, I hope we've been able to do, ladies, is talk about you know, yes, we've kind of used Memory Press Online Academy as the model. And and that's rather selfish of me. I totally understand. <laughs> but I do want, uh, yeah, um, maybe a shameless plug. Sorry, folks. Um, but, uh, well, I am going to plug it for just a minute. We were just named, uh, Memory Press Online Academy was named number one in online academies by the Teach Them Diligently patrons and followers. So um, kudos to our MPOA staff and all that they do to work so hard for our homeschooling families. Um, big applause. But um, the point being, you know, this is, it, we're using that as a model. 
so that those who are listening, you know, would we love for them to, to choose Memorial Press Online Academy? Of course, because if they're in classical education, obviously I'm going to tell you it's the best, right? <laughs> but but there, are other, there are other outsourcing opportunities um, available to you. But I am going to stay on Memorial Press Online Academy because I think, you know, going back in the earlier in the conversation, you know, I think it was Barb named a couple teachers. One of the things that I would hope parents look for you know, in their outsourcing is that trustworthy source. And and I do think that our teachers are exemplary and they bring that level of excellence to an excellent classical curriculum, obviously. Um, but there have got to be other factors that you all may want to share with families about why MPOA, I'm going to call it that for short, you know, because that's what we do. Um, why it fits, why it was such a fit for your family. Allie, you want to share anything with us about um, that fit? Well, I came to it gradually, as I'd said. It was over time researching. I, I, I researched not only in the States, I researched internationally, and that's why I found my Latin and Greek tutors in England. In England. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you were braver than I. And, <laughs> Texas would be about but, as far as I could go. <laughs> Well, that's where I'm from. That'd be a good place to. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> but, but I, I uh, we are we are entirely devoted to our children's growth and education, and so there's no length I wouldn't go to to find what I hope and believe is the best. And so I, I did spend that time researching, and I do still use other publishers' materials. But I can't speak for them as I would have MPOA. Mm-hmm. And for all the reasons we've talked about, and, and absolutely while we're on that, the teachers, I have been so delighted. They are wonderful. And um, I, I, have, <laughs> I have neighbors and friends who will say, oh, now we're homeschooling too because their children are in front of Zoom all day. No, it's not the same. Mm. Not even close. No. right. And, and and also, I have friends. Now, this is Silicon Valley, um, and I think we're all well-meaning and doing our best for our children. And there are people here who pay fifty thousand dollars a year for kindergarten. That is one hundred thousand gross annual income. Oh my goodness! For kindergarten. Oh my goodness! And my friend, who I'm speaking of, her child can't read. He doesn't know his ABCs. So, so uh, that's maybe the macro picture of education and its range at large. But when I put together everything I'd seen and everything I'd studied, Memorial Press just pulled the whole story together best for us. It was Mm -hmm. superior materials, uh, great teachers, and a program that allowed me to remain her primary teacher. Right. Now, now Barb, what what about you and and maybe maybe we can speak a little bit to the parent that is out there considering homeschooling thinking I don't know that I can do all this and I've seen this word outsourcing in the title of this this podcast, you know, what would you maybe tell that parent um about your experience not only with MPOA but um you know, why would they consider homeschooling? Well, it's would phrase the question that way because as Ali spoke, I thought um, I was thinking I, I wanted to step back a little bit and talk about who who's responsible for your child's education. 
I mean, every parent should recognize that their child is going to learn. And every parent, if I can be, I don't know if this is judgmental, should know what their children are learning and and should approve of it. Right. right? right. So that's the starting point. So, and, and maybe because I came my first, the first student that I taught at home, um, he started in public school. I grew up in a small community. My daddy taught and coached. My mom was a librarian. I mean, education was where we lived. And to homeschool was just so foreign to everybody. My dad flipped. He's like, what are you crazy? <laughs> but, but he came around eventually. We included him constantly in things. Um, but my son was in third grade and was starting to slack off. Like he had a teacher that she didn't care how he spelled his words. Just, you know, silly spelling and just make Mm. it up when you read it. And and that was it for me. I'm like, you can't start faking it in third grade, maybe second semester, senior year in high school, but this is a little (laughs) early to be the C student, right? I think they literally called that inventive spelling. Really? So anyway, that's what started us seeking out homeschooling. And like I said, there, you know, I didn't know anyone that did it. Um, I think... I got a hold of um, some audio tapes. Boy, I'm really dating myself. D. James Kennedy did a series on education years and years and years ago. And a friend of a friend knew I was trying to figure out something and and share those with me. And that just kind of opened up a lot of questions and um, resources were called out. Well-trained mind by Susan Weisbauer mm-hmm. was my initial. Mm-hmm. I used it for everything to plan my son's every day of his life. Um, when we started out, I think a Becca, uh, was a Christian school in Florida. It was like the only school material that was available that I could find. You know, we were basically just doing school at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but the, but the most important thing I think we did thing that I think we did as a family was we developed a philosophy of education. What do we want? And at the time we had just the one student. We had, we, we added two more children after we started teaching him. But what do we want our children to know? And, and, you know. And what do we want our children to value? And how do we want our children to reflect our family values? Yes. So wisdom and virtue, right? Mm-hmm. So when you talk about things like the good, the true, the beautiful, you want your children to be trained in wisdom and virtue. Those are the kind of things that well, yeah, you will teach them to read. Yeah, they'll learn how to do math. You know, yes, those things are important. Of course, they need those things. We want them to be able to think critically. We want them to be able to communicate effectively. But the most important thing to us is that we want our children to live sacrificially. So everything starts with scripture. Everything starts with what is, you know, what are we to be as human beings to glorify God? And um, so when you start putting those ideas together and start searching for resources and materials to support those deep held beliefs, and you run across a place um, like Memoria Press, and you start reading the articles that they write and the editorials and whatnot, and blogs, and you hear phrases like the good, the true, and the beautiful, and it just resonates with you. It does. It does. Um, and, and so that's how we 
started with Memorial Press Online Academy. We started out with those little rod and staff pre-K books that just delighted my heart for my little, my three-year-old little girl. And so that got our, that got us started with Memorial Press. Right. Now, you know, this has been, this has been wonderful um, because again, I want parents to hear that there are all these options out there to them. Online, cottage school, finding tutors, direct instruction, your homeschooling can model exactly what it is your family needs at those moments. I would encourage our parents to to reach out um, to our resources at Memorial Press. Don't hesitate to just take a look at what you know and the online academy um, can offer. If you are near a cottage school, we have multiple cottage schools across the nation. And ladies, I just want to say thank you because what you were able to share today is that gift of classical education in the home. And the fact that it can be something that we choose at times to say, this one is not my turn. This this course I need help with. This one is going to be better taught, um, you know, by someone else. So that, like Ali said earlier, I love what you said when you get done all the other things that we have to get done, <laughs> you know, yes. in a day as homeschoolers, because homeschooling doesn't happen in a vacuum. And and there's so we've got multiple kids in our home. Some of us, for me, I always worked um, as well, at least part time. You know, and so using resources, it doesn't all have to be just mom or just dad. Use your resources. Ladies, thank you so much for your time today. What a pleasure to have you with us and to have you share. Thank you. Thanks, Carrie. All right, ladies, have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Homeschool Journal. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever else you get your podcasts. If you like our episodes, consider leaving us a positive review and sharing it with a friend. Help us to find more friends to join our homeschool family. I want to give a huge thank you to the Memoria Press Podcast Network for hosting our show and ask that you check out all of our great podcasts there. As always, I'm Carrie McGraw. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Memoria Press Podcast Network, providing a classical Christian perspective on the world of education. To learn more about Memoria Press, visit memoriapress.com. To connect with us, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.